0: Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast.
1: Alright, well don't try yep, it to be good. It. No, no, you're you're interrupting the beginning, so shut up. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's- Don't try it till you've had it. This is episode 77 of the Friends and Rivals
2: podcast.
1: I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. Joining me each week are Steve.
2: Bill, is it time for me to do honorable mentions now?
1: Not yet. Relax. (laughs) Oh. Okay.
2: Okay.
3: And Nick. Nothing waiting. Billy's honorable mention list is just going to be like he's just going to start it now. And then by the time we get to that segment, he'll be caught up. It's
1: no, probably I'm just going to throw them on mute. It's just going to be a constant underlying track. All right. So a couple of weeks back, as part of one of our top five lists, we did top five um, Annoying cartoons. kids? No, no, cartoons. Oh, okay. And I made the claim that Ryan can sing all of, what, what was it? All the capitals, right? The capitals song? The capitals. States and Capitals by the Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He's here tonight to do this live on the podcast. I'm
0: sure we're not gonna get copyrighted. Yeah, uh, well, listen, <laughs> if we haven't
1: got worry about that, buddy. If we haven't gotten copyrighted by saying yet, we're not. Oh going. God,
3: no!
0: First off, I just want to say congrats on 77 episodes.
1: Thank you. Speak into the are, microphone. Get them into the microphone. really nice of you. Now, get your mouth, <laughs> on, get your mouth on the microphone. Yeah, that's that's and by microphone, I mean actual microphone. Check,
0: check,
1: check. All right, fire away.
0: Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Columbus is the capital of Ohio. There's Montgomery, Alabama, south of Helena, Montana, and there's Denver, Colorado, on the Boise, Idaho. Texas has Austin, then we go north to Massachusetts, Boston, and Albany, New York. Tallahassee, Florida, and Washington, D.C., Santa Fe, New Mexico, and in Nashville, Tennessee. Transit in New Jersey, north of Jefferson, Missouri. You go Richmond and Virginia, South Dakota, has yeah, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and it Augustus up in Maine. Here's Providence, Rhode Island, and here's Providence, Rhode Island. Next to Nova, Delaware. Concord, New Hampshire, just up to to which is up in Vermont. Carpenters, Connecticut, so pretty in the hall. And Kansas has to peak in Minnesota, Hesel, Paul. June is in Alaska, and Lincoln in Nebraska. And it's Raleigh up in North Carolina. And then it's Madison, Wisconsin, and Olympia, Upper Washington, Phoenix, Arizona. Now Michigan. Here's Honolulu, Hawaii, a so joy. Jackson, Mississippi, and Springfield, Illinois. South Carolina, Columbia down the way. And Annapolis, America, and Chesapeake Bay. They have wonderful clam chowder.
1: They have wonderful clam chowder. Say like that?
0: Shannon's is in Wyoming, perhaps i making home. So city on of to Little Buffalo, Rome, and it's down in Georgia, this is North Dakota, you can live refer for the Kentucky home. Salem in Oregon, from there we join Little Rock in Arkansas. i always got the more in Sacramento, California, Oklahoma, in the city, Charleston, West Virginia, and I'm on a lot of Carson City. That's all the capitals there are. Boom! Yeah,
2: there you go, buddy. Yeah, Ryan's my new favorite co-host. That? Randy.
1: Now we're going to pay you for I'll this segment. I will tell you later.
2: What?
1: I, I I'll, I'll tell you later. what we, we have paid? to yeah. we, we have to start paying our guests when they come on, so I I'll, I'll pay you later. Yeah,
0: just the guests, so not yeah. even the people
1: Listen, you're going to you're going to get about as much money as the marketing department does. Oh. So oh. you'll be you'll be in Fat City. Don't Ooh. hold your breath, kid. <laughs> Great job! Great, Great job, job. Go, buddy! You know, he's been wanting to do this for the past three weeks, but you know, between Billy being late to the podcast and us doing it on a Wednesday, oh, and then Billy being late to the podcast, I, I mean, could have
3: swore I heard Buffalo Rome in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, it was uh, where the Buffalo Rome.
0: Um, it was oh. where the Buffalo Rome. Yeah, that's why I
1: wasn't allowed to do it because of Uncle Billy. Yep, all it's, it's all Uncle Billy's fault. Oh, Uncle Billy! Well yeah, done. Yeah, but I'm
2: yeah. Mister Everything. I, I do the jingles and I make small talk with with little folks at work and things like that. I I, I have huge fans.
3: Yes, you do. You well, have a huge fan.
2: <laughs> we we well we have a
1: uh, we now have a theme song for for top five um, for our top five list. Are we there That's yet? No, 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 no. We're not there yet. I'm I'm just saying. Don't some of the some it. of the things that Billy brings to the table. It's not much, so we have to really Spoiler. elaborate on it. <laughs> so, uh, where are we? Stanley Cup Finals. Or final. Sorry, final, final. singular. Final. Seven final. games singular.
3: A potential for seven games singular.
1: And, and look, as much as 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 Nick put it yesterday so eloquently, that that Colorado's really dominating play. Tampa got blown out in one game. They were in. They were in Game One. They that went to overtime, and then they blew out, you know, Colorado in Game Three, and now Game Four, a pivotal, mind you, Game Four tomorrow night in in Tampa, and uh, man, this it's it. This is to me right now, the series is ripe for Tampa to start. Thinking. I've
3: said it once. I'll say it a million times. Game Four is the most important game in the series.
2: It literally is the pivotal game.
1: I don't think I've ever heard you say that.
3: I've said it a million times.
1: To me? Or just in general?
3: In general, just as I'm going to sleep. I just recite it over and over again until I fall asleep.
2: Oh. It certainly it, it always, it always is going to tell you about the complexion of the rest of this event. Because you're either even up or it's completely one-sided or it's over.
1: It, it's all going to be... How does Colorado react to getting blown out in game three and can Tampa keep up the momentum with them losing more and more players like Brayden pointed and playing game three. Didn't, didn't really look like they needed them all that much. Kucherov went down with a little injury. Um, there was somebody else who went down um, with an injury. And um, so look, I think Kucherov's going to play. Did you guys think that yeah. hit was dirty by Taves?
4: I didn't think so. No. I thought it was uh Actually it actually re- looked like
1: retali- re- it was a retaliation hit.
4: Well, it looked like he, he held up at the leg last second, and tried to like you know realize it wasn't gonna be a good hit and just took him out anyway by accident, you know. But it didn't it didn't seem like that bad of a hit. Um,
1: he absolutely went to cross check him. There was no question about that.
2: Oh, he did, it should but be he- a penalty. It's a cross check, but it's not like there's not the intent was not there to like end his season kind of cross check. No.
4: Yeah, I can see what you're saying. It was hard to see, but, yeah, he definitely, like, went to go hit him and then, like, put it down or something. It was kind of weird how he did it. I don't know. He was trying to – I'm not even sure how he uh, – it, it came in. I couldn't figure out. I watched it a few times. And I'm like, I just don't understand what he was trying to do there. But Was that the, anyway. was it the
1: same side he had surgery on or was it the opposite side? Wasn't it, I don't
4: know what side. I thought it was, like yeah. – was it one side of his back? I thought it was like just lower. I back. thought he had
1: hip surgery or something. Oh, hip surgery, yeah, or hip surgery, sorry. Yeah, hip. or something like that. Oh,
4: it's that would be a side then. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: yeah. Uh but obviously
1: the, the pivotal play in that game last night was the Colorado offsides on, on their on their goal. Uh that would have tied the game. But what the fuck were they looking at? They had to I mean, make sure they, they got it right. Why did it take yeah. seven minutes to review that play? Steve and I were were happened to be on, on a uh, on a call, and we literally we're like, okay, this is offside. site. What, what are they talking about? <clears throat> what could they possibly talk? We saw it in the first second first angle.
4: You could see it's you see a little bit of white, but they're they're so weird about it. Like they're like, oh, it could be like because we don't have the exact on the ice. Down ICU, the line. Down the line. We can't tell if it's a shadow or if it's like and it's it's crazy to me. Like if you're gonna make this such a down the, the road the uh, you know, this this kind of rule, how come the the camera that's down the line can't catch it either side? isn't there play. is there just one camera on one side so it was blocked is that why they couldn't use it or didn't have it in the stadium like who knows but shouldn't they have something to be able to like in, you know like it's in, in tennis they have this you know that you see oh yeah it, right? the,
1: the buzzer right the buzzer
3: no yeah, the, the the computer oh, generated <coughs> <generator
1: thing. laughs> yeah well, and it's how, great wait, wait a second how accurate is that first off it's they use it for raccoon. ruling well, they I, use I it but i don't understand
3: Pretty how
2: it gets
1: involved is it is it lasers that are pointing down the lines Probably.
4: They, it's over the top. They have a thing that sent that, that can see it to, like, the whatever it is, like the millimeter or whatever. Because right. it goes uh, – focuses all the way in. It goes all the way to where, like, to see if they hit the line or not. And Watch not it. only
3: that, it gives you the whole, like – Yeah. Because when the ball hits, it's not just a round circle. So it gives right. you, like, the whole yeah. oval. They could
4: do that with the ice and, the, and put something in the puck that would, like, tell them where the puck is. I mean, I don't see why they couldn't do that to g- get away from this ridiculous thing of – let's sit around and send to one guy in Toronto. Because, like, they always do that one camera angle, that like one yeah. guy who's, like, eating Cheetos, like, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm looking like I'm busy. And or, there was a three-minute stretch
3: where they yeah. showed that guy, and they weren't even replaying the thing on any of the TV. It was it was wiping yeah. the Cheetos
4: that he had on his yeah. fingers,
3: on his pants.
4: Is that the guy? Is he the guy making the He's decisions? the guy. That's, what
3: That's what why fucks. they go. No, no, no Nick. No, they, they just go to some random guy in Toronto's basement. <laughs> it could have been.
1: I don't know. Is that a, you know – they have to have more than one guy right they have more than one guy hard to say that one guy why would you have more than one guy because i don't think that's the video room in toronto i think that's like the replay guy in the truck outside the the arena
3: why no that's the that was that's the whole (laughs) point of showing that is that's the replay guy in toronto this is one guy how many guys do you fucking need
1: you need more you need different opinions no, There's you don't. It's black
3: on. and white. You need one opinion, the correct uh, one.
2: So that, for, that one guy makes all the decisions computer. for all
1: replays. Yes.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: There's what? only one game going on.
1: That's a that's a lot of pressure for that guy. Right. Now, a lot of pressure. the
3: thing that got me though was the linesman couldn't have been closer to the puck. He was right and looking oh. right down on it. How did he miss that call? did at one point did he was he did he jump or something like that or bend over he literally like moved back so he wasn't right on top of the line but he looked right down at it
4: now when we were watching the game live i don't know if you guys saw it but when the puck came it, like from just watching it in real time it looked like the puck went over the line and that's from watching the game not right there right,
3: not right on top of
4: it as soon as it, cause he kept it in i was like well that was real close and then they scored and they're like they better review that and of course they did but my god how could that guy miss that
3: yeah if he's generally. that
4: close he, whatever but that was definitely the changing point of the game um i think to me the whole the whole game i thought i still thought colorado did really well early um regardless of that that uh, turnaround and the subsequent penalty and, and goal um the other way but uh I think they, if they can get a stay out of the box and keep it five on five. That team, is, they're just so good five on five. They definitely fell apart in the game as it went on, but I mean, they didn't have a lot going for them right in that game. They were always behind. It just felt like they couldn't keep it, uh, get that momentum. But damn, uh, I think they're gonna. If they can stay out of the penalty box, they're gonna be very hard to beat for for, for Tampa moving forward, especially at home.
1: Well, momentum, as we know, doesn't doesn't carry over um, from game to game. So, okay. you know, I w- I was also thinking about ESPN's coverage again. I know we I know we talked about this a little bit, but the, the Sean McDonough, right? Is he might be the only play-by-play announcer that doesn't do anybody else's games. Hmm. Like for TNT, you have Marv uh, Marv Albert. <laughs> you have Kenny Albert, who who does the radio job for for the Rangers, um, and and all of the other <laughs> announcers that ESPN and TNT employs, they all are from some team. Their main job is to be the the play by play guy for for one team. So you know, I'm thinking for for ESPN next year to get really good, I think they need to replace Sean McDonough. I think he was a guy that was a stepping stone to be there for some other guy, and I got two names that could replace Sean McDonough. One is Gordon Miller. I, I, I like Gordon Miller a lot. Um, I think he, he's, he could be the voice of hockey period. Um, and two, uh, Nick, your guy, Brendan Burke, Brendan Burke is always he's called good. a good game. He's got a really good, clear, concise voice. Um, seems pretty, pretty fair when he does those, those network games. Not that <clears throat> McDonough has not, not been fair. Right. It's just, I I just don't think he has – because he doesn't do other teams' games and he only does, you know, a game a week or every other week, I don't think he's as seasoned as some of the other guys. What do you guys think of that?
4: I I think they got to stop doing the, like, giving these guys this – like the people that they're buddies with. They're like, ah, we like this guy a lot. We like like Ray Ferraro. We like, uh, you know. Like whoever right and they just want to throw them in there and like let them do these plays they gotta get the, the best guys go i mean Berkey's good he's a good you know i like hearing him he, he reminds me a lot of um uh what's his name devil's long time doc like doc he reminds me of doc a lot because his voice has like this really clear concise like like uh i don't have it but like you know you, can, you, you hear it you're like oh yeah i, it's, I understand it's Very everything distinct he's saying. it's
3: very distinct.
4: You hear what he's saying very clearly and sharp, like all of his words, like are very crisp, and he's quick, much like you know how Doc was
3: uh, when during his
4: whole you know time. So I like that kind of like nat- I think for a national, like those are the kind of guys you want at the national level, to like to show like what a really good play-by-play is. Um, and there's like what thirty-two fucking teams. This is how many you know broadcasters you can play-by-play guys you
3: can pick from? Thirty-two. Put the best cut. Sixty-four if you include the radio. <laughs> Thank broadcasts. you. Thank you. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's true. But the point is, put the best guys up there. Let them rotate them. Like, see who works, you know. But we use I the same people. The reason people. why
1: I say Gord Miller is because he and Ray Ferraro do a great job, and I think no. Ferraro signed for for a couple of years. That's not like why
3: you're guy. saying Gord Miller. It's
1: not why I'm you're saying, saying, saying Gord Miller because he does
3: the play-by-play on all the EA Sports NHL games. Did he really? Yes.
1: I stopped playing those when. I think in PlayStation Two, I stopped playing those. That's still why it's stuck in your head. Well, you know, he does the, the World Juniors and he does those national, um, in, international uh, games. I think he does a really great job there. And even I think he did some of the games um, in, in the Edmonton series. Um, and look, I, I, I just think those two guys or somebody like that, if you put that person in that position at ESPN, I think your broadcast goes up a, a couple of notches. Um, then so, then all they noise... got to do is
3: get rid of the shitty camera angles and the in-game well, coach interviews and the crowd noise issues and the sound issues.
1: You would have, You would have thought that by now, they would have had those sound issues under control because even in the beginning of the season you when the game first started you couldn't hear the announcers and you heard a lot of crowd noise and there never seemed a good balance there right you thought you'd think they would have figured that out by now
3: when it wasn't fixed by week two you knew it was never going to get fixed
1: So some other ideas that ESPN could possibly do, and I've ripped these off from a couple of guys on Twitter. Uh, I don't remember who it was. Uh, I wish I did because I would, I would like to get them credit for this. But one guy was saying, you know, how you know Canada has Hockey Night in Canada. Give us a, a, a national night. Did we have a national night this year? That was
3: me. I said that. That no, wasn't you. It but used to but be, but right? Remember the first the time Wednesday, around, it was Wednesday. was it yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday night?
1: Wednesday rivalries or something, whatever bullshit that was. Well, that
3: was that was NBC. Like was NBC. Yeah, that, that was, was NBC, it. but when ESPN had it the first yeah, it time, a, it was Wednesday nights. Was it, it was nice, a doubleheader. Right?
1: Well, then why why hockey? don't they bring that back?
3: Because we of college that. basketball.
1: Is there a big well, is there a big schedule on Wednesday nights for college basketball?
3: I
4: mean, maybe they'll do it this year. Maybe they're just gonna figure out where to fit it after a year of doing this. Because that makes a lot of sense. Having hockey every certain night, you're like, oh yeah, hockey game on. Wednesday nights, one
3: at the bar would
1: would be nice. Well, it doesn't interrupt with football, right? Because Thursday night for for football, right? Uh, and then you got what, your your Sunday games and Monday and Monday right? Monday no, Monday so Thursday Monday. Sunday Monday.
3: You can't do any of those nights.
1: No, it can't. I'm not sure you want to do Saturday night to compete with college football for the for the uh, for the beginning of the season. Tuesdays,
3: Tuesday, Tuesday TNT, Wednesday ESPN. It just makes sense. Yeah, it
1: really does. Right. I think they right.
3: So that's why it'll never happen.
1: <laughs> and another one. <laughs> is give us an original six day in the US where all those six teams play each other everybody mm-hmm. else has the as a night off but they're they're cascading cascading you know time maybe it's a sunday um to where they do it later on in the season but an original traditional type of of game I could board. care less
2: I,
3: I know
1: so you screw can,
2: all yeah. the rest of us well, I could care less
1: could is... actually get, care less but I think it Nobody. speaks <laughs> to tradition I think it speaks to the tradition of hockey that's all. Just, I like the you...
3: idea. I like the idea of a theme day, but maybe like more of like a rivals theme day where they all play on one day and it's like yes. you said it's that's where it was gonna no, go. That's
1: fine, but as long stag- as they, they don't give re- us all rivals play. like Arizona and Winnipeg. No,
3: no, the big ones. The big one actual
4: it should be like national hockey. No, no, like World Hockey Day or some bullshit. Chicago, Detroit. Like, they play in different if different time zones, so they can have games all day. Yeah. yeah, you play some games in Europe, play some games
3: uh, in Asia,
4: oh. or something like that, and then you have twenty-four hours of hockey.
3: That's interesting. That would be really It'd be interesting like idea.
4: One day, It'd just be like
3: one day, twelve cool. games,
1: and start you them every two hours. Early, that would have to
3: be early in the season, right? So no, I'm just saying twelve because right? you start
1: them every two hours. No, yeah. no, I, I I get it, but they would have yeah. to do that earlier in the season, right? Yeah, they have to get it's scheduled right, and people there. And yeah, and shit. yeah. I like that. Or, or yeah, that'd be cool. Look, has, um, he, we we know they're listening. We know. We know. We know. We know. You're listening. So, anything anything happened tonight? Uh, NHL awards happened tonight.
3: Right. They, also, not a fan of the NHL awards happening right in the middle of the Stanley Cup Finals.
1: Yeah, and but at least they did it in the in the city where the. Where no. the uh, final were taking place should happen after David. the season's over. Well, they're probably well, they're, ha- they're going to go back to that next year, right? Well, when they, they go no, it's the ESPN. They're not yeah. programming.
2: They have like a whole show and a ceremony around it, or like yes, it was yeah. from yeah. six
3: to seven o'clock. Oh, 7 that? to eight. What? We they
4: saying? only did it in New York because uh, Keenan can't leave New York. He's obligated to stay there forever.
1: No, U.S.N.L.
4: until he's. It was in Tampa. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was in Tampa. So that
1: that way, Hedman <laughs> and McCarr. Over my joke. There. Shut up. Hey you. Your joke was stupid. <laughs> stupid.
3: They they did honor the 1994 New York Rangers team though. They did just because they do that every year.
1: Did they really? I yes, missed now, the first half.
3: And and MSG is going to run a whole special this summer on it.
1: Oh God, fucking again, really? Good Lord in heaven. No, but you believed it because it is possible. It is like it's one hundred percent possible, one hundred percent. So uh, let's let's share this. I believe. Uh oh, I believe we had a little wager. You did not have it queued up. Uh, I think I did. Let me. Uh, it just has you know your and Everybody just. Oh my
3: god! If they aren't a hundred percent familiar with the system. They're exerting. Eckert doesn't know. Has shit. to be the
1: Norris Trophy winner. You're right. You might as well <laughs> let's give him. Your, your logic doesn't flow. but doing. We, we get where you're going. With let's it. give him the heart while we're at it too. Might as well. Why Is might it as live well or give the heart while we're talking about it? <laughs> might as well. Might as well. It was a shitty transition, but Whoever wants to go next, go ahead. <laughs> <Nick>. <laughs> Maybe All we'll right, Nick. All right. Some of this out. The no. Islanders. We're going to the Islanders now. We'll go to the Islanders. Let's get New York. All together a, out of the way.
3: From a from a fake <laughs> Vesna trophy winner to a to a team with a goalie who might actually really win it.
1: Oh eat your fucking words, Steve.
2: Oh, 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 oh. True, true. Oh. Um, Have our Lamov's back. Tell us about it. Wait, 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 wait. Hold the hold the hold hold hold, hold,
1: hold, 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 on, hold on hold on hold on. I'd be willing to make a wager on this. What? Oh yeah. Who who
3: finishes higher in the Vesna trophy? Finals
1: between the either of the of the knuckleheads on the island or Shastarkin. No, no, I'm not. What do you, what do you that's mean? A, no. That's you, how you much confidence? Open your mouth scared. and then freaking back off. Yes, I can. Watch me. I just did. You're a wuss, Nick? You're I'll a take
3: wuss. that bet. Oh, there you go.
1: Really? You want to do Damn. a hat? You want to do a hat or something or something uh, a little bit more creative?
3: A jersey of the player.
1: A shirt? No. Nah. Well, yeah, I would. I would buy Nick. Uh, it's I wouldn't buy Mr. a loser one. Loser. P- right? no. He gets a Barlow or you get a Mr. No, right. you can't I, say I that,
3: can do that. A, a, Loser a picks the shirt. Shirtsy?
1: I might need an extra large. I might I might gain a few more points <laughs> by the time we get okay. to this number. Double X. That's fair. Hey, <laughs>
2: double X. It's not the shirt from <laughs> Billy.
4: Oh, I think I think losers are taller than
1: you. So there you have it. The
3: I heard was... loser picks the shirt.
1: Uh, I don't know. If I didn't they did. pick the shirt. It was supposed to be a shirtsey of the of the player. Okay. So Tom, Tom's
4: uh, gonna win this bet? As eager. I, I, I already won. As all right. Semantics. Team one. Some shirking uh, 29 first place votes in the Norris, not Norris, the fucking Vesna. Vesna Vesna and uh, Sorokin only had one, one, one first place vote. So yeah, he did not of, the,
1: of the two other gullies, Markstrom and U.C. Soros, Sorokin had one first place vote. Those two other guys yeah. didn't have any first place votes.
4: Yeah, there's three other people that had uh, first place votes. Right,
1: Anderson, Vasilevsky, thing. and Sorokin, which I think yeah. was, was hilarious.
4: Yeah, he
2: had a hard off Sorokin. I, I want I mean, to know who that guy it's, was. It's, 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 it's done, done by the GMs.
4: It's done by the GM, so either Lou voted for his own or somebody else voted for him.
3: Typical, you know, typical
4: fucking same Lou. With, same with Anderson and and Vasilevsky. But
3: now Lou, uh, Lou would Lou would never vote for his own player, yeah. just because he I knows that that would hurt him salary wise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I
4: don't right. think anybody voted for their own people. I think they kind of like probably voted for still other people anyway. So Tom wins. I I sent him a shirt. It'll be here next week. And we don't
1: want to, to know her. what it
4: is. We want it now, I can't wait the air. to get my i to open it on... I know. I can't yeah. wait to
1: get my Shisterkin shirtsy because um, that was the bet. That's I like you bet. how you remember the bet now and not like uh,
4: a couple hours ago And you're I just me.
1: found it right, right <laughs> before we came on because <laughs> I knew I'd have to. Give uh, me a Mika. I want a Mika. <laughs> no, well, listen. I, I, I'm looking forward to my... Uh, Corey Connor's fucking Winnipeg Jets shirt. And... I, was,
4: I was very close to Connie Connor. I almost got you a Strom, a strom shirt just in spite of what you're saying. <laughs> it would have been a Strom Islanders jersey, by the way. Uh, that would have
1: been awesome. Well, that would have been burned in effigy.
4: Guess it would have been fucking cheap. <laughs> but,
1: they, but one thing I didn't get was that they announced the, the GM award or the finalist for the GM award for the Lou Lamarillo award. And they didn't give the award out. They're going to give it at the draft. What, does anybody give a shit at the draft?
3: They only had an hour. They couldn't do it all. But why would, I, I don't know. I I, I they didn't know who the GM of the year was going to be. They made tonight all about the players. <sighs> right. I mean, really the, the draft is when the GMs make their, make their money.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess.
3: I guess. Plus, and, it gives everybody a reason to watch the draft.
1: Well, listen, you, you watch the draft on for round one. Of course,
3: you're watching the fucking draft. You're not watching the fucking draft to see who won GM of the year. It was a joke, stupid. Oh.
1: Uh, so, you had the, uh, the, uh, the Norris Trophy ballot, and the Norris Trophy went to Cal McCarr, and man, was that race close. 1631 to 1606. Yossi actually had more first place votes than McCarr did. Um, but in the overall ballot, McCarr beat him by 25 votes. Bill? Yeah, Bill.
3: Good math. Yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> Victor Hedman came in third. Charlie McAvoy came in third or fourth, rather. And Adam Fox came in fifth.
3: Obligatory Ranger player of the
1: Okay. He's still good. Of course, he's still good. Yeah. Calder, uh, I missed the. I don't have the ballots for the Calder in here, but that went to the uh, to that guy in Detroit. Yep. And what else did I miss?
3: And Bunting was third.
1: Yeah, well, he's like he's like forty eight years old. Yeah, right? well, still.
3: And then we have the Hart. Dawson Mercer got to mention. You know, we he, he was in eleventh for Rookie of the Year for Calder. So. Got to make oh. sure he gets a
2: mention. He's very good, too.
1: And Austin Matthews ran, um, well, I don't want to say run away, right? Uh, but he did beat Conor McDavid substantially, 16-32, 11-11. Uh, Austin Matthews wins the heart. And, and I, don't, I don't think, for as good a season as Shostakhin had, I it's very hard for a goaltender to beat a forward, especially a forward who put up 60 goals.
2: Simple as that.
3: Are you surprised that the, the Matthews-McDavid vote wasn't closer?
4: They got to give it to uh, some other name of David, I guess. This is the year, right? 60 goals? I mean, is
3: it's,
4: that – It's, it's the GMs. The GMs vote on the, ate the heart, right? Yeah. It's the same?
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. It, 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 it was hard not to give it to Austin Matthews this year. Really hard. That's
4: a lot of goals, man.
1: Yeah. What would it have been as hard to give him the heart trophy if he played in Dallas or Florida? Probably not. Probably not. And I even think Shisterkin may have won if he played in those cities. But he plays in Toronto. He scored 60 goals. You're winning the heart. Simple as that. Fair enough. Um look, he had a great season. It was uh it was awesome. The uh there was something really funny that that uh, Keenan Thompson said as they were going off the air for ESPN, and he says it's nice to see somebody win a trophy in June in Toronto, or something Oof. to that effect. Good for him. And Oof. then they and then they went right to uh, to, to commercial or, or right into the next thing that they they had a show at eight o'clock, um, but I thought that was that was really really funny. I laughed. I chuckled.
3: Good. Good for him. I chuckled always been a keenan fan. is he key or peel
4: he's neither he's neither he's of them Good burger
3: keenan
1: he's knuckle puck he's that guy
3: oh right knuckle puck right right he's the one from mighty ducks that isn't a druggie
1: <laughs> mighty ducks too all right it's time for our top five list Good. top five again just can't
2: wait to do the top five again. The I love is making top fives with my friends, and I can't wait to do the top
1: five again. Had to make sure I gave a little bit of a pause there, so the so the intro music can go in. Should we should we let Billy go first or last? Like,
3: Listen, should he go Billy, first?
1: Billy or Should he, he wrap it up? Go first. No,
3: he can't wait
1: you don't brain. think he should
3: go, you don't think you should go last so that he reveals his number one
1: last? Why are you torturing this young man? Um no, I'm saying that's I'll go the, last. I'll go that's last. The peak I'll position. Go last. Fine. Well, let me Bill. Are you sure? I'll back clean out? up. I know you're excited. You've been excited all week. I've never seen
2: you. No, seen no, no, I'm not excited at all. Like, Someone get started, please. <laughs> I'll be fine.
1: All right. This is top five bands. And and you know what? Just to to reverse the order a little bit, I'll go first.
2: Nice. I will give honorable my,
1: my honorable mentions. Guns and Roses, Alice and Chains, Augustana, uh, Letters to Cleo, Nirvana, and Billy's favorite band Live. Rowan Coppa. Oh, oh, it's a gut punch. <laughs>
3: you
4: no know, more like a dick punch, right? Straight in
3: the Dick. All right. Who's next? I, I'm. I'm nodding. I think he's you. nodding to you. Okay. But...
4: All right. Whatever. Sorry, you guys just went quiet on my quip. So obviously it sounded like it wasn't uh, that had funny. nothing to, to do with really. anything
1: other than crickets were playing. Yeah.
4: Whatever. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. All mentions. <laughs> um, I have a number of them. Uh, Elle mentions, Lincoln Park, Green Day, Foo Fighters, Nine Inch Nails, Deftones, Stone Telepilots, Gojira, Mastodon, Slipknot, Perfect Circle. Surprised,
3: surprised to hear surprise Foo Fighters in your honorable mentions.
4: Listen, I have a high standard for certain things, I'm, and right. I think Foo Fighters have way too many songs that I just don't care for. Okay, so I look at it as like. Kind Of, like, overall, whole body like, of work,
3: yeah, understandable. Uh, honorable mentions, dead milkmen, foo fighters, dirty heads, grateful dead, Ingrid Michelson, neon trees, and queen.
2: Queen, hmm. yeah, All right. My honorable mentions, the, wait, hold on dead, a second, Tom's got something
1: stupid to say. The dead milkmen. Yes, the Dead Milkman. Didn't they? Did, were, didn't they sing? Were they that band in that Ronnie Dangerfield movie? No. Nope. Or who was that? They that sang. Was the Dead Milkman?
3: Punk rock girls is the only song you would know.
2: Let's find out who that was. Alright, go ahead. All right, my honorable mentions now. Okay. Um, okay, just got... can you mute them?
3: Can you mute them already?
2: Wait, what? Why? <laughs> what did I do? In the, in the category of UK bands, I've got Panic Room, Mostly Autumn, The Choir Boys, and Porcupine Tree. In the Southern Rock category,
1: oh, man. Driving
2: and Crying, and The Black Crows. They're touring together right now. You should go check it out. Uh, in the Side Project category, Transatlantic, Flying Colors, The Winery Dogs, Sons of Apollo, and Blackfield. In the Dutch category, you got Dark Horse, White Horse, Aryan, Stream of Passion, Star One, and Dear Mother. All right, I got to turn the page.
3: And, and Wooden Shoes, Rubble, Rubber Soul. They're in the Dutch category too. I think.
2: Was there a band I, in I, Arian? I don't know them. Aryan.
4: Aryan. Aryan Children?
2: No. No. A- A-Y-R-E-O-N. So Arjun Lucas. I want to clarify. Yeah. Yeah, project, yeah. That's Aryans who are um, trying
3: to hide their,
2: uh... Well, it's in Dutch, it doesn't mean the same thing. No. Okay. Uh, so, American prog metal band category. we got Jolly and the Galactic Cowboys. Um, then other American bands, uh, Jared and the Mill, Alpha Rev, and Veruca Salt. And some San Francisco treats, Faith No More, and Counting Crows. How about that? Woo! That's my honorable mentions. That's all. Oh,
3: Tom, wake up. Sorry.
1: It's time I was, to go again. I was napping. <laughs> all right. Very good honorable mentions, Bill. I like the Baruch Salt one. I knew way you were going to have that uh, on
3: there. Way to partition it off.
1: Uh, my number five is the white stripes. Okay. Kind of a little bit of a
3: change. White. all
2: right.
1: Yep.
4: My next, I think I was second. Was yeah, yeah, was it me?
3: I mean, it was okay. a long fucking time ago. It was a long time ago. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I lost track.
4: Um, my number five is uh, System of a Down, um, Armenian rock band in, out of L.A. And uh, pretty much, their uh, second album was one that's mostly known in the mainstream, in Toxicity. But uh, also notably, the first metal. Uh, band to have a 1 billion views on a youtube uh video or you know song whatever
3: okay i guess we got to give a little bit more detail on uh, our picks here so uh my number five tom tom's my number five is
4: this and went to sleep
3: my number five is lovely the band uh lead singer new jersey's own mitchy collins
2: hmm my number five is Richie Kotzen, former Poison guitarist, uh, that put that shit behind him and played some awesome music after that.
1: It wasn't that bad for an eighties hair band. They weren't that bad, by the way. Yeah. That that the band in Back to School was Oingo Boingo. By oh my God, wow! Oh, that's not, Danny
2: Elfman's band. That's not
3: why. the Dead Milkman no. not even adjacent dead
1: milkman no no they sang dead man's party so there was maybe that oh uh, okay maybe that's dead reference yeah the word yeah. Dead, uh, dead my number four is not really a band but is billy joel it's just a musical like
2: artist you could still just like that sing, counts uh, Wait,
1: sing along to his band uh, right? his his wonderful songs yeah it counts yeah, man, Back in the I day, when they solo just. Artists, solo artists would count too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. yeah but, he had own songs, but, but he had a, he had a he, band that played he by. Tore, he had
4: a
3: touring band.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. That works. Nobody's questioning it. Jesus, guy, relax.
1: Oh, listen, i all these top fives.
2: I'm going to
1: jump down my fucking throat. Holy
3: shit.
4: <laughs> all right. My number four is uh, a band I've seen three quarters of live. Uh, it would be Rage Against the Machine. No band oh, out in L.A.
2: What happened to the
4: yeah. other? Group. Uh, uh, Zach Roca, the, the lead singer, I wasn't wasn't really vibing with the rest of the group for a long time, and uh, the, the rest of the three uh, teamed up with Be Real uh, and uh, Chuck D uh, for a brief period of time. And uh, we saw them during that. I think it was like thirty five bucks. I saw them at a uh, PNC. It was like the best. We like were in the grass, and it was like the cheapest ever paid for any place, any uh, any band there to see there. And it was like um three quarters of the, the band they played all the their songs. They played a couple Cypress Hill and um Public Enemy songs, but basically all reached songs. That
3: so and was it was probably the, a madhouse.
4: Oh yeah, it was great. I lost my glasses in the pit. It was fun. I had luckily found them. I don't know how that was that was incredibly lucky because it was like dark out that time. And uh yeah, I was pretty hammered. It was a wow. great time though. But
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number four is Matchbox 20, and it's not just because of Tina. Uh, I actually
1: enjoyed it 100% because of Tina.
2: You're right. All right. <laughs> uh, nobody twisted my arm in any month. Uh, my number four is Nobody's King's X. The, uh, the, 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 that's again? the band that I have seen more than any other band in my life. I've seen them approximately 50 times. What's the name Give of them? Or take.
1: It was Kings X. Kings X. Kings X. Is that the band that we saw? Yes, the, the yes, band sir. that we drove 3
3: hours into the middle of Pennsylvania to see at a 45 seat theater. Yes, that was the band.
1: I was really that was during that drive fucking up, I, was I was questioning if he was taking us out there to shoot us or bring us yeah. to some Did we see it? Was it in middle school or was it?
2: It's the Sellersville Theater. It's not, we're not talking about like, yes, it was Sellersville Middle
3: School Auditorium.
2: (laughs) It's a lovely theater. It was a great venue. It it was a great
3: venue.
1: Everything was dynamite about that night. Uh, My number three um, is Metallica, and that uh, is as a lot of my brother's influence. Uh, for sure, Chris, John. Oh, really? Oh, oh my God!
3: Oh, right, because Chris is oh. the Grateful Dead fan.
1: No, well, John, no, John's more of a Deadhead than Chris. Yeah, no, he's more the music guy. Yeah, oh. for sure. Okay.
4: Oh shit, it's me. <laughs> I keep we're the order. I feel like write it down go on go a fucking Tom. piece of paper. You follow Tom? <laughs> all right, all right, settle down there. It's it's uh, I understand. It's difficult to follow me. I, Jesus
3: I Christ, Randy. Let's get it fucking together. <laughs>
1: Is he
4: on? He's not on. If I can give him a call if, if Steve really no, wants to hear five. Love
1: him. to hear his top, oh. okay. no, to hear his top no. five.
3: Maybe next
4: week. Maybe next week. All right. Uh, number three. Uh very uh, I think a Band of Steve probably expected to have number one on my list. because um, I wear the shirt all the time. Queens of the Stone Age. Um one, it's a great band and it's one of the ones I, I kind of found later on in, in their discography and was very much been a uh, big fan of them since uh, I just happened to go pick up one of their CDs at Best Buy.
3: Oh my God. It's probably, probably $19 at Best Buy.
4: I think it was right, like back before they were too much. Probably $15. Their CDs
3: were always more expensive at Best Buy.
4: But it was, it was like one of those times where I was like, oh, I'll go pick up this song. I know this band and I should like, but I'll just try it out, you know, and Boom. Magic. Um, just wish you could still do that easily, but it's not like it's it's not it doesn't work that way anymore. It's like stream songs and finds me yeah. sounds something like it. But anyway,
3: number three for me is a band called Death Cab for Cutie.
2: My number three is a band called Spock Beard.
3: Oh, the Sprockets.
2: Told the Sprockets Beard.
4: What's that? That's a Wet Sprockets beard. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, nah, it's not trivia time. We don't have to throw out all those weird no. answers. It's okay. just it's just weird.
1: Uh my number two um is Pearl Jam. Which for um uh 10. Okay. But Vitalogy is not bad for and even no code was was pretty good. Those late ones were were pretty good. His solo stuff is eh, okay, but uh, those ones, th- those <coughs> those have specific meanings. Um, so they're they're they, I like those better. Just
4: cool. My number two is closer to Billy's wheelhouse, more like a bridge between me and Billy, in terms of the uh, type of music. Um, and Definitely this is the band i listen listened to probably the most of my life. Bare Naked Ladies? Oh, that was the dick punch. <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, I the dick, <laughs> that one. No, it's Tool. Prog rock, metal, prog rock band. Some songs can be up to 15 minutes. I don't know how long. Some are pretty can be pretty long. But um, I've seen them a number of times. And best time I ever saw them was in Radio City Music Hall and they played there one time. Just got lucky as could be to get tickets to go see that show and sounded unbelievable just you know go they're an arena band typically so seeing them in a arena they, they sound pretty good they're really good at that they don't have like i feel like they're the way they play i guess the way they set up their sound and it's not overly complicated with the way that uh, they layer the song the um the songs but uh it comes through clear but man there it sounded unbelievable but uh i think i listened to them Straight through high school, four years through college, and at a certain point, eventually stopped listening to as much. But I mean, I can't tell you the number of hours listened to them.
3: Number two for me is REM. That was similar to Nick. You know, that was one of those high school, college, you know, always was with you bands.
2: No, oh, no, you've said too much. I haven't I said, said enough. enough. <laughs> it's a good choice i like them i like them too. um they should have been in my southern band uh, honorable mentions i forgot them god damn it
1: go back let's start um, over listen there was just there, <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of bands man
2: so sure so all right my number two is dream theater uh band that i just grew up going to see like they they blew my mind when I first heard them in high school and that they kind of pulled me into that path of, of about half of the bands that I've listened to since were, I kind of was introduced to through one of the people in, in dream theater playing with the band or playing with somebody in another band or, or, uh, or, or just they open for them or they were at, you know, otherwise connected to one of their shows. Like it. It's a, uh, that was like a treasure trove for me to get into them and, uh, been to all their big historical concerts, the, with any of the DVDs they've done in New York City, Radio City Music Hall, Roseland, some of the legendary shows. It's been, been pretty wild ride. And then, and I will just, I will, I'm almost done talking about them. don't worry. Um, before the pandemic, like the year before the pan- pandemic, when they went on the last tour, they were doing the, uh, the scenes from a memory album from 1999 in its entirety again. Like, and I had been at the original shows, Really cool to see, to go back there and, and see them do that album again and see all these younger people who were obviously not born when that album came out, getting that first opportunity to go see them perform that album and how into it they were was uh, was really cool. And knowing that I was there the first time around it was a lot of fun. That's my number two.
1: My number one, this has come as no surprise, and that is the... Uh... Counting crows, counting what? crows. Really? I, I know. I know. This is surprise. Big, big, big surprise. Big surprise. Holy cow. Beautiful songs about disaster.
4: My number one is uh, my first. I guess band I just fell in love with is uh, growing up. Only band I didn't see live for obvious reasons, uh, be Nirvana, and. First, first CD I ever wore out listening to was, um, oh, was never, mind. never mind. Never mind. Oh, never Thank mind. you. Thank you go, Nick. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of In-Uger for some reason. <laughs> he was busy looking was like, at the cover right. art. <laughs> yeah, him me. Um in, that in was Envy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that uh, I listened to the the album so much, the first five songs or so, so kind of like the hits in yeah. bloom and um like teen spirit lithium actually no, lithium was uh, a fifth song so uh but anyway it stopped working on the song so i had to start listening to
3: the rest everything of.
4: from from lithium on and so that changed how i because I, at that point i was like like i don't know 13 something like that so i was just listening to the first hits over and over and over and, over, and so when it stopped working i had to listen to the rest of the album and so then i i realized that like there's a whole other album here and then i basically change the way I listen to music or just just I don't listen to them typically like hits or anything. I just listen to the whole album when I listen to something. So
3: so when you would put the C D back in in the player, yeah it would just skip the first five songs.
4: Yeah it wouldn't it would just skip them.
3: It would like, like start it four, would like the first four songs the, the number one would come up and then it would just go to two. And it would go That's to three, crazy.
4: four and then it would start to five. So I would just skip the five because it would happen every time I don't know what happened it just I didn't take the C D out it stayed in there. Yeah. For like, you know, weeks of me just playing the first few songs, maybe like from skipping around or something. I don't know. To this day, no other CD had that problem, but unless I took it out and scratched or something. But
3: yeah,
4: couldn't figure out why I did that. But it was, uh yeah. But that that band just basically was my whole kind of growing up. In that if that era and it went out with a bang, but like really just for uh,
3: uh-huh. literally, literally,
1: literally. literally.
3: Uh so much like Tom's list, uh this is going to come as a surprise to no one. Uh my top uh, band is also counting crows because of Tom.
1: Which makes it not debatable. Not debatable. Not debatable. When debatable, multiple no. people have the same number one, it's not debatable.
3: And, and it landed on an honorable mention list.
1: <laughs> there you go. So
3: three there out of four dentists agree. <laughs>
2: So my, my, number one, my, number my number one,
0: my number one,
2: and it's and it's uh and it 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 wasn't debatable that it's kind of gross out they're whatever they are they're my number one anyway, as uh, the Neil Morse Band, which uh obviously has Neil Morse in it. Um, and Neil Morse was the mastermind behind my number three band, Spock's Beard, and he joined forces with the drummer from my number two band, Dream Theater, and uh, they've had an incredibly prolific um career between the two of them in their in their collaboration for the Neil Morse band going back to the end of the of, of Neil's Foxbeard days, they, you know, uh, when Neil went out on his own and took a shot at, at this whole he he had this Christian conversion. He went for this whole Christian thing and and Mike signed on to be his drummer. And and I think that was pivotal to to really getting him off the ground and getting him a lot of attention. Uh and and uh, and even though you know most people still haven't heard of them, they, they do have they a healthy following and uh, and just really great inspirational songs, uh, incredible musicianship. So it's, it's Neil and Mike and their bass player Randy George, uh, Eric Gillette, who's an amazing multi instrumentalist, uh, could play like almost like John Petrucci from G- Dream Theater, but that's like his uh, number three, uh, <laughs> number three. <laughs> instrument he's he's a he's a drummer he's a he's a keyboardist but uh and then bill who or one of, our, one of our friends from pennsylvania uh also in that band and, and you know neil has put out 44 albums since his debut album yeah. the lightless in 1995 uh oh and those are just the full-length studio albums original studio albums he has got Three cover albums, five Christmas albums, thirty-seven live albums, twenty-two DVDs. I mean, it's
3: Neil and, Morse. Neil Moore wing on his house. It's called the Fougere Wing. It's from all the money that Bill has spent buying all of these albums and DVDs and attending the festivals, and it it paid for the entire wing.
2: I mean, yeah, there's a few other people. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we did that. We. He always thanks his inner circle for putting his kids through uh, college. So. Yeah, of course he
3: does.
2: Yeah. Oh. That was so much fun. That was that, that was, was a lot great. of fun. Where did Tom go? Oh, are we are we are we done?
3: No, oh, Tom, wake up, buddy. Oh, here we here we are. Oh, we had to wake Tom up. He he slipped into a coma.
1: <laughs> Listen, I, I I had to give Billy his uh, his moment.
3: And we'll do it again right now, because it's time for trivia
2: with this. Yuck.
0: Now this is the wrong bell.
2: Hopefully it's not music. Oh, theme. right. Okay, question number 77. Ray Bork. Which? That's not the answer, but it's just questions. Question number 77. not the, it's Frank Petrano. It's not... It's just a question... Okay, forget the number. It, the question is... The which left fielder you, from
1: the Yankees, or the, the redhead. What, the, what was that kid's name? Clint Frazier? That's the one. Hens- he wore Bules? 77. No, no, he wore 77. Um, Clint Frazier. He's. uh So, again, we're not looking Two for... Two of Boomer
3: Esiason's.
2: Oh, double Boomer. Oh, boy. Phil Esposito. No. No. Um, so the question is, which one. New Jersey Devils coach told referee Don Goharski to, uh, quote, have another donut, unquote? Was it A, Neil Morse, <laughs> B, Mike, Mike Portnoy? Portnoy. <laughs> just, a little, just a little joke. That's, that's not the actual uh, choice. Uh,
3: was it Robbie Fatorik?
2: No, sir.
3: I robbed the Am I the only one is uh,
2: um,
1: Let's see. Um,
4: was it Daryl Sutter? <laughs> I don't know if he ever. Mm, not Daryl. No. <laughs> no. Um,
2: hmm. Billy Bob. Interesting There is a Sutter on the multiple choice. Really? Is it when Brent? It? Six
3: brothers. Brent's Fiddle. on the
2: multiple choice. It's he's not the answer that.
3: Brent Coach for was a little while.
2: Was it Lindy
1: Ruff? No.
3: How how recent do you think this book was purchased?
1: <laughs> was it uh,
4: Lou Lamarello?
2: Good one. Lou dropped behind the, the coach's bench quite a bit after he would fire people, but uh, yeah, no, he, no, he he didn't he didn't tell Donald Koharski to have another donut. Um,
1: was it not Elaine Nasraddin? Anyway. Elaine Nasraddin. No, no, sir, oh, this All up. right, I'll I'll get a little bit more serious now. Pat Burns. R.I.P. Nope.
2: Listen,
3: Larry
1: pieces. Johnson.
3: He was a
2: basketball. Larry Johnson. <sighs> L.J. Four-point play. Herb Brooks. Herb right. Brooks is also on the multiple choice. It was not Herb Brooks. Damn.
1: Well, then it has to be. I mean, this guy was just a mental case behind the behind the bench for the Devils, as uh, Larry Robinson.
2: Larry Robinson. That is the third. Multiple choice guy that you guys got, and he's not the answer. Or the, th- so the, the third one was only multiple choice Jocko guy Mayer. left. Wow. wow. The only multiple choi- choice guy left is, uh, is the answer.
1: Was it Bill, uh, Bill McMullen? No. John McMullen?
2: No, my name is
1: John oh, McMullen. Mc- McMillan, sorry. He apparently was the Devil's Head coach from June of 83 to November of
2: 83. <clears throat> is that when Don Koharski was around? But no, it wasn't.
1: No. Jacques Lemaire.
2: Not, not Jacques Lemaire. Yes,
1: sir. Claude Julian.
2: No.
3: You, you're looking at a list, obviously. <laughs> obviously. It's the
2: only way. you guys named every Devils coach? Not yet. Pete <laughs> DeBoer. De except, for, except for this guy now? Pete DeBoer. No. Congrats
3: on the new job, Pete. Pete got a new Where's job. He he's on he's many coaching many the stars. Listeners. Yeah, he's coaching the stars. Really? Yeah.
2: I thought yeah. you were going to say he was at, he was uh, working the, the drive-thru at a Chick-fil-A. But, For okay. some
3: fucking mistake, they decided he is the direction they wanted
1: to go. Wait, excuse me. That's not the way we talk about our favorite listener.
3: No, 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 no. no. Not Pete Dewar. Oh. Pete DeBoer. Now, anybody oh, who who's who cares, ever who, had a conversation with Pete, Pete Dewar
1: the word I, thought you were about come up. I thought you were talking about Pete. All right, listener, because that—that's all I care. You no. think I care about Pete the Boar?
3: You know, you know who knows the, Pete knows the answer to this trivia question.
1: I'm sure he's he he shouting it. The he whole is. Time. He is
3: screaming it right
1: now. Yes, at, at, at right ben this Stone second. Right, right now he's yelling whatever. at it.
3: He's probably in the throes of passion, screaming, "Jim Schoenfeld, Jim Schoenfeld."
2: Oh, that's the one. That's the guy. Steve got it. Perverts
3: Jim Schoenfeld's name—just gross.
2: There's only 23 more questions. <laughs> i to go back to number one, and then yeah. until we get Jeez. Friends and rivals The <laughs> Trivia
1: Book.
3: When did we start with the number as the the question number? In, Episode number as the question? Because I don't think it was that one.
2: No, it was the second week that we had it, and I will could figure it out because I crossed. Ended up i
3: want to say it was in like the, the 30s at least
2: Maybe 40, 40
1: 47
3: okay so we got we got some time
1: episode 47 happened to be the same night oh, nick and i did the bet my god oh my god shut
3: oh. the fuck up
1: holy crap wow. and as i was trying to find it i listened to episode 42 and man there are nickisms in that episode you should all go back and listen to episode 42, episode 42 and make fun of Nick next week. Because <laughs> there are some Nick is, Nick-isms in there that are gems.
4: Oh, really? Nice. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. Uh,
3: speaking of Nick, it's time for Impressions with Nick! Fucking great. Alright, uh, this could be
4: uh, your favorite or, or your least favorite of the impression is it, series,
3: is it only one?
4: No, it's not that many. It's five. Okay, all right.
1: However, in one hundred and seven parts,
4: <laughs> Nick's song impressions.
1: Oh.
4: Oh. All right.
2: Oh. Is it the so, name that tune scenario?
4: It <laughs> is. It is. But only and the paper? only the way only the way I can sing them. Five. So, what's
1: that? There's five.
4: <clears throat> There's five. Okay. Only five, and I'll take. I make sure I take, write them down. I'll take band and name, you know, name a song, whatever you can figure out. No big deal. Usually, you, you guys should get most of these. Hopefully,
1: is there a song about Michael Peck in there anywhere? <laughs> There's not. I'm
4: going a cappella on these, so you are going to have to listen in.
1: We won't judge you. Don't worry, Nick.
4: All right, so these are gonna be portions of songs, so you'll you'll get the portion, and if you figure it out, you figure it out. But I'll I'll kind of give you a little cue that I'm done. It's they're all pretty short. I think all right, number one, you ready?
3: <clears throat> Debbie, Debbie, I ain't no dumbass. On. Debbie, Debbie, I ain't got no fortunes. One,
1: may I say what a lovely singing voice you have as well? <laughs> no, you may not, because that would be <laughs> wow. Amazing. When, when's the next Friends and Rivals? The karaoke—that's what I need to know. <laughs> I can't wait. All right, ready? ready for the next one? Yes, yes. Uh, not really, but go ahead. I'm on Pins and Needles. All right. All right.
4: By the way, that so we're doing. I forgot to mention this is we're going by decades. So that was the sixties. Okay. Course. So we're going right to the seventies now. Not that's that important, but that was the that was kind of the did, did
3: Guys got a theme. You got to go with it.
4: Okay. All right, ready. Your mother's calling to the Florida town. And was declared in the South is one. Your mother's calling the other home. Got the cover, Your daddy girls. Number three. Is that the 80s now? we up to the 80s? Good. 80s. This Let's
3: see this what poison these things. This one's my favorite.
4: You're the best ever. Ever. <laughs> Nothing's ever going to keep you down because you're the best ever nothing's ever gonna keep you down because you're the best ever nothing's ever gonna keep you down
3: you'll never sing it the right way again Uh, ever
4: (sighs) all right 90s you guys ready which Which
3: boy band is it gonna be
4: (laughs) oh it's not no boy bands on this on this i stopped at the tweet that the 2000s, because the 2010s were so bad, I couldn't, I couldn't find mm. some of that. It was, it was atrocious. I was like, I don't, I don't think you're gonna know any of the songs anyway.
3: Yeah. We would Morris has some great albums oh out. In the 20s. Shut up, Bill. It's
2: over.
4: <laughs> I got two more. Go. Okay. Do it.
3: Do
2: it
4: quietly, right. I guess. to oh, go and get the door. I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you leave me? Someone go and get the door. I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you leave me? Why
3: don't you kill me? Is, is that, is Tara, is, are you being yelled at? Now I just want to know what's going on off screen. <laughs> <laughs> she,
4: she, she is waiting patiently to like laugh at me or, no. <laughs> Just listen, You're listen. giving you her to plenty hear.
3: of ammunition to laugh at you. <laughs> oh no, that's uh, okay She time. That's uh, totally fine That's I'm true love If you could still kiss somebody after they do this <laughs> That's true love
2: Alright, last one I hope the next song is Kiss
3: 2000s. It's the 2000s, Bill <laughs> Yeah, Re- they had an album Re- Reunion tour 64 for Kiss Alright, ready? I'm gonna paint them all salvation
1: army could hold oh, me hey.
4: back.
1: I'm going to rip me out. Take the camera behind my back. All right,
4: there you go.
2: Dang, 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 enjoyed that one.
3: Ding, I'm sure she did. Ding, 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 ding. All right,
4: so <laughs> if you couldn't tell, this is an O to you guys for my butchering of songs and how i usually sing them terribly it was, so.
3: no i mean this was wonderful this was, was this a, like a, a
1: sneak peek of what of nick in the car this is uh well
4: i didn't realize i was singing certain songs well, neither did we I don't, I don't look at lyrics normally so i just make them up as i go if i don't know them so that's kind of how i, I went through this one um so 60s what you guys what you guys get in the 60s uh
3: was that neil young i was not neil young
2: I had nothing. I know the song Fortunate Son. I don't, I don't know. I
3: that was the right. We'll give you the credit, Bill. Creedence Clearwater Revival. Uh, I was going to say them. Was, wasn't Neil Young in Creedence Clearwater Revival? Somebody want to look that up?
2: Pretty sure he wasn't. I'm
1: pretty sure he was.
4: <clears throat> pretty sure I wasn't in it. Um, 70s, what do you got?
1: Did not have that. London
2: at all. Calling. London calling. Uh, da, 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 da. London calling.
4: Band? either of you? <laughs>
2: no. I can't remember. God oh, damn, what? really? The Clash. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I did get
1: it. You, you both got the, the song, so that's fine. Neil Young was not in Creed.
3: No, he was not. It was yeah. John Fogerty. That was all was right. The one I was I was like, I don't know if you're gonna
4: get this, but you know, in, in terms of what it actually who, who sang this. 80s. No, I
1: have no idea. Who's that. Karate
2: Kid. I know a Rocky right? song. It's a Rocky song. <laughs> no, it was Karate Karate Kid. Karate Kid.
4: Karate kid. I have no idea. Um, karate Kid. It was Joe Esposito. Karate Kid. So if you got either one of those, you get it. I mean, if you got the Karate well, Kid, I got the wrong movie,
2: so I don't. I don't think are <laughs> zero mm-hmm. points.
4: I think I think Billy and Tom are tied, two each year Steve's got one. I got one. Yeah. All right, nineties.
3: Uh, loser. loser Beck.
4: Everybody get that one? Get
2: bonus yeah.
4: Yes, there? All right. Well,
1: 2000s, you probably all got to. And the white stripes.
2: Seven Nation.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I got four out of five. Now, can I just I got no four joke?
3: Out of five. I had Fortunate Son written, but I had Neil Young.
2: Oh, well, Fortunate Son works. You got four.
3: Right? Yeah, you, get,
2: you get it for Fortunate Son. That's all I had. I didn't remember it was yeah. called. I mean, I you sort get, of remember, but I didn't name did it. Did you all get four then?
3: I got four. Yeah, four. We, all, we so all got four. Tied. So you, oh, you, you
1: send us all hats. Yeah. that's right. We <laughs> all I'm going to send you a hat, right? We all get $6.67. <laughs> oh, wait. That's the golf uh, one that I won this past weekend. Hide. freeway mine, tie. Mine was the most fair, by the way. Yeah, well. Not like your your brother and your dad
3: no they're just cheap they weren't even in they just they should they shouldn't be voicing the opinion if they're not in the top three right i i couldn't agree with you more and and listen
1: my my suggestion didn't even favor me no no all right let's uh well for let's uh, listen I, i i need to send a big congratulations to nick nick that was uh that was probably one of my more favorite impressions with next segments that we've ever had.
3: That yeah, uh, hey, I like I like you, doing this. You know what I was going to ask fun. also wow. as a, as an offshoot to the list, uh, first concerts. Does everybody know their first concert? Do you remember your first? Oh concert? hell yeah,
2: hell yeah. I go last. You know,
4: you know what my first? Well, all right. So first concert I went to, I didn't I didn't want to go. My dad brought me to. It was Rod Stewart at MSG. He had tickets and we'd maybe go.
3: That's not bad. It's not not a bad one. Yeah.
4: I was so bored. I was so bored. Michael Michael was with us and he just took me walking around and stuff because it was like, it wasn't even sold out. It was just Rod Stewart kicking soccer balls into the crowd and singing the songs. But uh, I actually,
1: yeah. My dad's work used to get like box seats to like the Yankees, the Nets, Devils, and they also had a box at, um, at the Art Center. So we used to go to a whole bunch of crap. I think my first concert I, I ever saw, I think, was like Manhattan Transfer or something like that at the Art Center. It okay. was some like no name band.
3: My first concert was also at the Art Center. It was Men at Work. Wow. Which men? Men at Work.
2: Where do they work?
3: <laughs> Billy, you ever heard of the police? <laughs>
2: No, but I've seen them. Where? <laughs> Behind you.
3: Okay. <laughs> and that that concludes your footloose <laughs> commentary.
2: Oh, uh, boy. Uh, my first concert at Nassau Coliseum. Ooh. Hey. Uh, Stan
3: Fischler and the Fish Sticks.
2: Oh, I wish. Mr. John Denver. Oh. <laughs> Another one of those, the family dragged me up to that did one. You,
3: did you have and to square I, dance at the show?
2: In order no, to get I was too on? young. That was, before, that was before any of us were square dancing. I
1: don't know, Bill. I've been square dancing for quite some time.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. This one's going to bring us to the year of our Lord, 2010.
3: I feel like I have to show you the book just to prove that I do have a planner from two. We
1: we believe you at this point. Just we've been doing this since <laughs> what episode six.
3: Still feel like I have to show
1: you. When Nick's dad called you a sociopath? Yes, he did. So yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. What day? Oh, well, I'm sorry. Go to um I mean this... I could read you the whole year. No, no. We're this one is. Uh, go to December 29th. Oh, December Just 29th. In.
3: Just getting it in under the wire there, buddy.
1: Wow. This fucking guy.
3: Uh, lunch was a ham and Swiss sandwich with chips and a can of Coca-Cola on the side. Uh, and dinner was at my parents' house where we went to open Christmas presents. Uh, Turkey, stuffing, baked potato, and uh, a can of soda. Why did you pick December 29th, 2010?
1: Um, That was the day that Terry Allen Lester, 37 years old. Had to do something bad because it's three names. Was arrested in Minnesota. There you go. For creating an explosive dildo for his ex-girlfriend, which he wrote on the box, Merry Christmas, bitch. And he was going to give it to her, and she was hopefully going to use it, and then explode. Did you imagine? What a way to die, first off, oh, and secondly. God. Wow, this guy. This guy is, like, unbelievable. And he's got a mullet. Uh, do, do I have the... Uh, do I have his... Like.
4: Uh... The, like the inverse of the uh, Lorraine Bobbitt story, right? Yeah, Just said, blowing it up.
1: Uh, I told him he made some modifications to a vibrator and intended to give it to uh, one of three women because his relationship with those women ended badly. He said that when the device was inserted into the female, he would pull the trigger and it would blow them up. So, so he had to be there? Wow. <sighs> Why would
3: he think any of his girl ex girlfriends would voluntarily? I don't know. Pleasure themselves in front of him.
4: Wow. So what was the the goal there? They explode all over him.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, like, do you think it just whack, exploded whack.
3: glitter? Like it just was a <laughs> glitter bomb and it just. Oh
1: god. Well, there there were when his landlord kicked him out. Uh, he had some bags that were left in the spare room. Um. And the items that were in a box, uh, items that made them uncomfortable in a container marked Christmas gifts. Inside were cords, cables, small toolkits, a drill case, and drill parts. Uh, Do you think it was taken apart and uh, used, used the parts for the vibrator bomb?
3: Was it only one he made?
1: Uh, it was a black vibrator.
3: So how do you think he? How do you think he picked which which woman was going to get it? Do you think he it put it down to, on the ground and like spun it, it
1: and then whoever it going, pointed to? Definitely going to one of three women. But there's a uh I, I, man. There was a quote in here from him.
3: Nobody, nobody was, loved. Nobody, nobody laughed at my spin the dildo joke. I'm, I'm not happy at that. I, I'm not. It's like a dick
2: punch,
1: huh? I'm not like
4: it. <laughs> Real creed.
1: <laughs> uh, Terry Allen Lester. He had a mullet, by the way. Well, of course he did.
2: I don't get the tie in there. I don't of course know he what did. It was
1: 2010. News. You know what the big deal about what is?
2: About the mullet. Why, why, why is that such a tie? I don't, I don't
1: know. I mean, but he what's looks like a guy. Mullet? He actually, he, you know what? He looks like the dude from He's um, Bound and Down. What's, what's that guy's name?
2: Oh, God. I wouldn't have known if he didn't ask me point blank. Oh shit, sorry. This, this guy right here.
1: What I is... mean, Bill, you're to have
2: to really look at your phone. <laughs> that is a hell of a mullet. <laughs>
1: that is, it really that's, is. That's like a Bill a exactly mullet, mullet right there. All he needs is no, a
3: bigger that's
2: even, that's even got more like poof to the outside of uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> Kenny Powers?
1: Kenny, Kenny? Powers. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's was his the name. And he's bounded down. What's his actual name? That's his name. No, oh, that's geez. Danny McBride. You're killing Danny me. Danny McBride. Danny McBride. That's who you look like, Danny McBride. All right, yeah. last chance. Tampa come back in the series, or is Colorado uh,
2: keep on their uh, – Like, like I predicted last week, Colorado is taking the series, no doubt. No doubt about it you didn't i'm pretty sure i did
3: i think uh i actually think colorado wins the next game and it's close and then i think game five is a blowout and colorado wins the series at home
4: that's a good take i like it i'm gonna go with it ot ot game four yeah a game four
3: yep i like it ot ot one goal you know obviously one goal game and then and then like a three or four goal victory to to bringing the championship home.
1: I would say you, you have seen Colorado's last victory in the series. Because I don't think they win another game. You're fucking crazy.
3: Wow. You okay. are fucking
2: crazy. That's don't a, think that's a history to repeat itself like it did with the Rangers. Are you you
3: think they're going to win then you think Tampa's gonna win the next three games? The next three games. They would only do that against a really terrible team. And you think Colorado is that team?
1: I don't think Colorado wins another
3: game. Do you want to bet a shirt on
2: that? <laughs> no, they're not. It's the predictions. Pansy. I wouldn't do that.
1: No, I could give two flying fucks about the lightning. Hope, hope they burn. Hope they burn. What's uh, the, do we have a, uh, we're, we're, uh, by the way, we're number 47.
3: All the right. Hold it steady. Adler, the Hold Hold
1: steady. Week. Old and steady, right? We They're just golf. waiting for
3: us to do a, a live golf tournament episode. <laughs> I
2: don't
1: know if that's. I, don't know. Can, I guess we could do that, right? There. As long as top five live, live
2: golfers. golfers. No, we're definitely we not
1: doing that. We definitely that. do top five golfers <laughs> for sure. Uh, no reviews. Darn it! Darn it! Darn it! Oh well. All right. Don't forget to follow us on the Twitter at Friends underscore Rivals. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will read them on the air only if you want us to. Turn on notifications for the Friends of Rivals podcast so you never miss an episode. Billy, things like Woody.
2: So just real quick, my, my top 25 Neil Morris albums. Oh so number God. one, Similitude of a Dream. Number two, The Great Adventure. Number three, Snow, Spock's beard, Snow. Uh, number four was Neil Morris. Again, Innocence and in Danger. the Neil Morris fan. Number five, Neil Morris Testimony to- I mean, I I just fucking I I couldn't just sing this (laughs) out. Oh, my friends in Ravels. Flyers, fuck, flyers, fuck, flyers, fuck off. Flyers, fuck, flyers, fuck, flyers, fuck off.
3: I don't even think he should have the honor of singing this out.
1: Why? He's still fucking. Of course, he's still talking. He's still
2: talking. The
3: credits have already played for the show,
2: is, um, and number, he's still talking. Twelve is uh, Lifeline, Neil span Lifeline. Number eight uh, 13 is Transatlantic's The Whirlwind. Fourteen, Spock's beard The Warrior. Of how Darkness. have you not wow. muted? You. Fifteen.
1: It's it's like ludicrous how how long this goes on. Why this
3: is longer than some I mean, of the songs?
1: This is longer than some of our podcasts.
3: Yeah, keep the keep the list to a tight forty-five, there, Bill.
1: What that that list to a tight forty-five?
2: Yeah, yeah. He's still talking. Oh my God. Man. Twenty-one is uh Oh my God! Oh yeah, We're 21. not even done 22 yet. Twenty-two is uh, Troika. Uh, the the Morse uh, D. Virgilio, Morse and Jennings uh, uh, correlate. Uh, wait. Uh, he,
1: he doesn't he, even know the
3: names he, anymore.
1: Fucked it all up. Jesus Christ. Ay. yeah yeah.
2: 24 is the play that he wrote so jesus Christ the exorcist the, the soundtrack from the play that he wrote. and number 25 neil morse uh sola gratia did uh,
3: you go you back go. and do five through seven again
2: so uh five was uh five was testimony two uh six was uh flying colors third degree and seven was trans-